Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White, dog trainer Alan Cable, groomer Joy Villani, communicator Joy Turner, and here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. The numbers are toll-free, 1-866-405-8405. That is to animal communicator Joy Turner, dog father Joey Villani, dog trainer Alan Cable, or veterinarian Dr. Debbie, the Dream Team, here at Animal Radio, answering your questions. And uh, we'll head to the phones in just a couple of seconds here. I wanted to mention this. I, I usually mention this at the end of the show, but I'm going to mention it right here at the beginning of this hour. Dr. Debbie has a couple of great books. Four, actually. If you have a Yorkshire Terrier or Shih Tzu, Pug, or a Mini Schnauzer, listen up. She has written a book specifically for your breed, How to Be Your Dog's Best Friend. And these are ebooks. You can get them at Amazon, and we've linked to it from AnimalRadio.com. On today's show, Joey Volani. Oh, there's the hotline we've already screwed up. That's not supposed to ring in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> it must be a very important call. Maybe it's from Batman. It could be. Is it? Oh, it was the Bat phone. Perhaps it is Batman. Joey on the show today is going to be talking about poison ivy because he got poison ivy. And not from rustling around in the weeds and the thickets. He was actually uh, cleaning a dog that had poison ivy. And he'll tell you how to get rid of poison ivy uh, from the dog who sometimes can go unnoticed. Doesn't right. always you can do just carry it. Yeah. yeah. Oof. We just got a call. Let's see. Oh, that was. Oh, this was a text. Someone actually texted us. We don't even give out our text. Someone wanted to know the topical flea treatment that they're using doesn't seem to be effective anymore. They've heard about this Capstar. Is that a daily pill or is that a, a monthly pill? What is Capstar, Doctor Debbie? Uh, well, Capstar is. It's typically used. Um, as often as we need it initially for a quick kill. Um, but for many folks, if they have he- heavy infestations, we'll use it on a monthly basis to kind of go along with other things. So Frontline is a great uh, product. Um, but in many cases, we do need to use multiple products because we have to get at these critters at different ways in their life, um, in their life cycle, um, and as well as depending on the infestation. So for some cases, yeah, I will definitely uh, like to use some of these oral medicines to help them. Mm. Now, the so, oral medicines, don't they work right? Right away, I've worked for vets where the, if an animal came in with a lot of fleas, they gave them immediately one of these tablets before they brought yes. them back into the back. Yeah, and we, it's kind of creepy because once you give them this thing, uh-huh. um, you know, within just a matter of 30 minutes, you'll start to see the exodus of these critters. Uh. So it definitely, it's uh, something, you know, you go like, oh. No, are they, are they dying? Are they dead? Or they're just getting away, to going on other well, animals? Well, they're in the process of dying. But a lot of times with m- a lot of the flea medications, they work on their um, nervous system. So they actually cause them to become kind of hyperactive um, uh-huh. in the short term. So they will tend to be kind of like crazed, if you will, those little suckers. Before they die off. Yes, yes. Oh. Not the dogs, not the cats. <laughs> Please. <laughs> or Hal, in the case of, you know, yeah. being, being crazed. Well, I try everything my, my animals eat, and so I would try the cap star, see if it worked fleas? on me. I do have fleas, as a matter of itching right now, in fact. I don't have fleas, of course not. But you'd believe <laughs> me if I told you, because this is radio, and I could tell you that I'm covered with fleas from head to toe, and you can picture that in your mind, Ew. couldn't you? Yeah. I can see it. You can sit over there, Hal. That's yeah. all I can say. Coming up on the show in just uh, a couple of minutes, we're going to read an interesting email. Lady's cat seems to want to watch her when she's making love to her new boyfriend. 
And, yeah. So we're going to find Sex out. Sex lies in videotape here today, I'll tell you. Can I get a witness? <laughs> yes. Okay, that's all in the way right here on Animal Radio. Stacy, you must be working on something really important, huh? Well, we all know the value of putting a microchip in one of your dog or your cat's ears so you can find them in case they get lost. And you've heard the stories about dogs that travel thousands of miles. Oh, yeah. You can only imagine how far a bird could go if they decided to get lost or go off course. Well, somebody lost a pigeon. You know, one of those um, those flying pigeons. Well, they all fly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Those racing pigeons. That's what I'm trying to say. Anyway, um, some guy in Japan lost it, but they were able to find it because it had a tag on its leg, and that thing flew far. I'll tell you about it coming up on Animal Radio News. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Hi, this is Emmylou Harris on Animal Radio. Please stay and neuter your pet. Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White, dog trainer Alan Cable, groomer Joy Villani, communicator Joy Turner, and here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Okay, write this number down, one 405 8405 toll free to the dream team here at Animal Radio, the groomer, the vet, the animal communicator. Ladybug, the studio stunt dog's even taken a few calls. Actually, Talking. she left the studio. Where did she go? I don't know. She never leaves the studio. I don't know where she went. Strange. Very strange. Something's going on here. Something's up. She. I know she... Well, if it's like... If it's like what you did to my pets when you were talking about medical marijuana a couple of weeks ago, yeah. my dogs went out and got their card, and they're smoking pot all <laughs> over the house. And you know what? I think it's a gateway drug. Pretty soon they'll be doing cocaine and other things. I'm worried you know, about that. All because of animal radio. I'm worried about that. So I think that. maybe that's where Ladybug sneaked off to. Well, uh. coming from a guy who got poison ivy, and uh, that, of course, being Joey Villani, uh, came in this morning and asked if I would kiss his boo-boo. <laughs> He was tricking you. Usually it's the ring I kiss. This week it's the boo-boo I had to kiss. How did you even get this poison ivy? From grooming a dog. From oh. grooming a dog, they, they came in and they warned me about it. And I should have known better because this is about the fourth time I think it's happened to me from a grooming. So we're going to talk about that today. Well, that's all on the way right here on Animal Radio. Who else do we have on the show today? I can't see that far. Over $3 billion in electronics are damaged every year by dogs and animals. Yes, if you have one of these animals that destroys your electronics, you better get insurance. They had some interesting it's it's going to be like the dog that ate your um, homework, though. You know, don't you think this is going to be an excuse? Oh, my stereo broke. Oh, look at the cord. But $3 billion? That's huge. A year. I, I know. Most of it is in smartphones. And looking for the details, I have them around here somewhere. But she'll be on with us in just a few minutes right here on Animal Radio. Uh, Stacy, it looks like you're working hard. What's going on? Did you know that there's about 850 chimps that are used in you? U.S. laboratories every year, and they're used for research. The only reason they do that is because they are similar to humans. I mean, look over at Hal. Wait he looks, a second there. He's kind of skinny to be a chimp. <laughs> nah, he doesn't really. I, you probably weren't evolved from the chimp. Something else. Well, thanks. I don't know. Ostriches, maybe, or something. <laughs> but Now, Joey, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, I know you guys are throwing things at me right now. The new guidelines are going to mean, though, that 300 of those 850, they're going to be retired. And I don't know if they get 401k plans or what, but they're not going to be used for research any longer, which is good news. They're starting to look at the ethical considerations of chimps. I'll tell you about it. Coming up. Well, it's about time. Get those chimps out of those labs. Hey, Debbie. Hi. How are you? Where are you today? 
Well, at this moment, I'm going around Cincinnati. Um, number one, I have two questions. Number one is I have a PGV. She's 10 years old. I took mm-hmm. her to the vet for Chattanooga infection. I happened to mention I thought maybe she might have a urinary tract infection because she had uh, gone in the house twice a week, and she's housebroken. She's, you know, she's 10 years old. It it has Mm -hmm. to be something going on. But she ran all kinds of blood tests and all that on her, and everything came back fine. I did get something for her ear infection, but she also uh, told me that her urine was a little watery. And okay. she said the next time she, I brought her back, if I wanted, um, we could do a blood test on her kidney. Now, mm-hmm. my, my question is, is, might this be the beginning of kidney failure? Okay. Now, I want to back up first and foremost because you used an abbreviation that might have some people scratch in their heads. You said you have a oh, PBGV, right? Yes, I'm sorry. Okay. So that's a kind of a unique breed of petite basset griffon. Right? Yes. The Van Dien, right. It's a French breed. So I don't know if Hal and Judy, if you guys heard about this breed. It's very special. <laughs> but very cool. Don't see many of those out, out in practice. So that's very, uh, very lovely. Um, so now I want to clarify also, um, you had some urine tests. Now, did they test her blood when you initially had that visit? Yes. They tested it for thyroid, diabetes. All the, I don't know. It was like $400 in there oh, that okay. day. Well, you hope so. the kidneys are included in there. Because <laughs> <Who knows? laughs> <laughs> right. I just want to make sure, because definitely if we have a pet with a, a dilute urine, um, the first thing is definitely we want to check those kidneys. And there's some basic urine tests that we would do. Um, the BUN and creatinine are some of the basic chemistries that we would look at on a chem profile. Um, those are the first things that speak to us about the kidney function. So um, not sure where your pets were originally, but if it wasn't done or it wasn't included in that, then definitely... I would encourage you to have that done because it's very important to look at that if we've got dilute urine. The other thing we'll look for, other signs of either kidney disease or infection, and we can do that with some special urine tests where we can check uh, the protein in the urine and compare that to other other analogs in the urine, and that helps us to give us a suspicion of, you know, do we have that road of kidney disease we need to go hunting and, and do more involved testing like ultrasounds or x-rays or what have you. Um, and then certainly, even if we don't see anything in the urine, but we are having urinary signs, um, I'll culture urine um, because we don't always see bacteria in a sample and there can be infection in that urinary tract. So that might be something to, unfortunately, more tests. I'm sure you want to hear that right now. <laughs> um, but that would be a, you know, a realistic way to kind of make us feel better. Do we have something in this urinary tract we have to worry about? Um, after that's all kind of satisfied and we hopefully look good in that department, then we might look at other things. And um, I've had a couple patients where we can have a condition of diabetes insipidus. Um, it's not terribly common. It's not your regular diabetes, but it's a, a type of diabetes that affects um, uh, their concentration of urine, and they actually produce large amounts of very dilute urine. It takes a little special testing for that as well, um, but that's something else to look at. And in some cases, I eliminate all the other things that will influence a watery urine. So some dogs will 
will tank up on pool water. Some pets drink a lot of water um, out of just a, what we call a psychogenic uh, problem where they drink excessive amounts. Um, and then we look at any medicines or things like that that might be causing an increased thirst. So um, that's where the sleuth work in veterinary medicine comes into play. And that's when our job gets really interesting when we're trying to piece together not only lab tests, but also things that go on in the house or in, in your pet's life. Kind of a roundabout answer to that, but I hope that gives you some confirmation that, yes, I would definitely look into those kidneys more. And you okay. had a second question? People are going to think I'm crazy, but my other dog is an old, or is a uh, English Mastiff, and okay. she is three years old. I do want to have one litter of puppies, and I just want to experience one litter with her, and then I will have her spayed. But mm-hmm. my, my question is, do they, when they come in heat, do they experience stomach cramps, uh, moody, uh, <laughs> lethargic? Like do we they have PMS? <laughs> <laughs> Do dogs have PMS? What a great question. You know, we'd have to say some of that we honestly do not know. There are some dogs that I do feel have some uh, mild diarrhea uh, around the time that they're in heat, and they can have some behavioral changes. So it is certainly realistic to expect they have some of the physical changes. I don't know if they're as you know moody as uh, we women can take the blame for being, um, because I always feel that dogs uh, are much sturdier than us humans uh, when it comes to pain and emotions, they, they they take the cake. They really are much tougher that way. So hard to say about that. But, um, you know, I'm going to also go back to Debbie and say that I am not a fan of breeding just for the experience of breeding. And I always tell folks that have families or children when they say the kids want to see a babies be born and they want to have puppies. You know what I say? I sign them up to go to the shelter and to walk dogs. And when those dogs are gone the next week because they're euthanized, for me, that is a life-changing experience. My lecture for the day. D Herbs, home of the Full Body Cleanse, also offers 100% all-natural, all-herbal pet care products with over 400 products available for both you and your pet. You know the importance of human health and nutrition, but what about your pets? Jumpstart the health revolution and experience healing holistically and naturally for you and your pet. Go to dherbs.com. That's dherbs.com, providing solutions for better health. When you think of Wall, you naturally think of clippers. But Wall has introduced a wide range of products that promise to streamline bath time and general grooming. Wall provides a full line of pet products including clippers and trimmer kits, brushes, shampoos, doggy deodorants, and even odor neutralizers. Wall doesn't just sell these products. Their website also features do-it-yourself information on how to care for your dog's grooming needs at home. Pet owners and professionals alike prefer Wall. Visit wallpet.com or find Wall products at a store near you. We've talked about Stella and Chewy's family of freeze-dried and frozen dinners for dogs. Now we're pleased to share two new examples exotic dinner additions, Simply Venison and Absolutely Rabbit. Both are made with 90% single source protein and enhanced with organic fruits and vegetables. Each are fortified with vitamins, minerals, and probiotics to be 100% complete and balanced. Stella and Chewy's, the official food of Ladybug, Animal Radio Studio 
stunt dog. Only the good stuff. For more information, go to StellaAndChewies.com. Kimpton Hotels and Restaurants, the very first hotel company to welcome pet guests, goes way beyond just allowing them to stay. Kimpton has no restrictions for size, weight, or type of animal and charges zero fees or deposits for pets to stay. So when you travel with your pet to New York, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Chicago, D.C., and other major U.S. cities, stay at Kimpton Hotels. Find us at KimptonHotels.com. And while you're at it, enter your pet's photo in Kimpton's third annual Paparazzi Pet Photo Contest. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Wall Home Pet Products. Pet grooming, it can be easy, it can be pain-free with Wall's extensive line of grooming products, which include everything from clippers to brushes to shampoos. Pet owners and pet professionals prefer Wall. They really do. Even though it's ticking off Joey Volani a little bit today, losing all his business to Wall. I think he just needs to adapt. He needs to sell Wall product. He needs to open a store that sells Wall product. Don't you think? You know, maybe maybe you just hit the nail on the head. That's what I have to do. And, you know, everyone, because it's actually harder to groom the dog, so maybe I should thank Wall. Visit them over at wallpet.com. That's W-A-H-L, pet.com. And we go to Cass. Hey. Yes. How are, you, how are you doing, Cass? I'm doing fairly well. Where are you calling from today? Pennsylvania. Lovely Pennsylvania. What's going on? I have the whole dream team here to help you. Well... Me and my boyfriend are splitting up. We've lived together three years, but we have two dogs. One's a year old Tuesday, and one's two years old last month. I don't know if we should split the dogs up. If I leave them in their home that they've grown up in, if I take them both with me, I, I'm at a loss. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I can tell you as far as a lot of folks have concern over what's going to be the best thing for the pet, and that is at least... Uh, how I might advise you is is to really, it can be challenging. We have to replace ourselves out of the situation and look at the pet's um, psychological and physical needs. And for me, uh, you know, I can't tell you what you need to do, but I can tell you what things I do advise folks to look at are going to be the ability to provide uh, time for the pets, schedule, um, you know, who has the the resources, the housing that's going to be most compatible for the pets. And then we also have to look at the relationship of the the dogs together, you know, if they're very bonded together um, or if, hey, when one of them's away, they, they, they can manage and get along fine and, you know, they're good if they go on trips without the other dog or what have it be. Um, but those are the things that we would look at to make that decision. Um, and I don't think anyone feels good about this decision. <laughs> um, you know, it, you're in a tough spot. And uh, the important thing that for the pet's well-being and their mental health is that we really just kind of want to keep the drama out of their lives as much as possible because we can get more behavioral issues, anxiety problems when um, either they sense our problems or when we start to um, make some some um, greater welcomes. And, and I'll give you an example. I had a dear client of mine years ago who had an older dog who they separated, and the older dog um, spent one week with one owner, one week with the next owner, and it went really well in most regards. Um, however, when she got older and she started to develop some cognitive problems, some senility problems, it became very taxing on the dog to reacclimate to the households when she switched from one home to the other. So you have to kind of look at that 
and how the pet rebounds when they leave one household and return to another. But as the pet parents, the important things also is to not, you know, to, to, to be adults. And, and when you do have a household that you share custody, um, to not have um, a lot of drama about the greeting. So you might say, oh, I'm so happy to see you. Glad to see you come back to mama for a while. Um, but that actually can make them, just like a dog who has separation anxiety, those really over-exuberant greetings and departures can actually make them more amped up in the future uh, for both a departure and for um, returning to the home. So um, those kind of things you just kind of have to keep in mind if you're going to do a shared custody um, kind of arrangement. But, uh, you know, I don't know. you got young dogs, so they would be resilient. And as long as they're in good health, I think you guys got to just discuss among yourself who wants the care of the dogs, um, what their needs are going to be, and who can best suit that. So I don't know if anyone else has anything to add to that. You know, my dogs, I know why I couldn't separate them. Um, whether my wife or myself had them, I mean, I know we would both give them, you know, really good care, but um, they wouldn't be happy. They, 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 The four of them together are bonded. Um, when one leaves, they seem to look for the one that, that, that's, that's not in the house. Um, I, You know what? If it was me, I would, I would keep them together, and I'll take what Dr. Deb says. Definitely um, whoever um, would be the better care provider whether you know whether that be your boyfriend or you, um, I would I would keep both of them together with one person. I think it's important, especially if they if they grew up together. It's like it's almost like separating a family in my mind. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm actually staying together with my wife for the animals. And <laughs> I thought about that. I did consider that. Let's just be roommates. Let's ask the animals what's going on. Joy, what what are the animals saying? Hi, and Cass. I'd like to know both dogs' names, please. Da Vinci and Luca. Da Vinci and Luca, animal communicator Joy Turner, looking into doing whatever she does, the magic she does. Well, what I'm doing is, first of all, saying hello to them. And then I'm saying to them, do they realize that their mom and dad are having trouble getting along? And, of course, they both do. And so I want to also, because to me, it's very important to explain to them what's happening. Because so many times when I'm communicating with animals, when their people are splitting... They think it's their fault. It's just like human children. Oh. You have to explain to them that it's you two. It's not them. And then explain things like you're going to be living in separate houses. And what I'm asking them is if they had to choose which which place they lived in, what would they want to do? And, of course, they both tell me that they're familiar with where they are but they're really concerned about hurting someone's feelings, which also is another thing I find very, very often. So they would be happy with whatever arrangements you two would be happy about because their choice would be based on how you two are going to feel best. Does that make okay. sense, Cass? Yes, it does. They do have a question. They want to know if they get to see the other one. Will there be yeah, custody? Yeah, they live with what? Yeah, we're close by each other, so I would think that would be fair to say yes to. Um, the okay. older one, Da Vinci, I think was is probably way more attached to me. Da Vinci says he would agree that he is more attached to you in many ways, but he's just really wanting to not rock the boat. There you go. Well, there you have four or five different opinions there. And Ladybug, did Ladybug want to chime in? 
She's not going to take sides on... Okay. Hopefully we've helped you, Cass, a little bit, or we've made it harder. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not quite sure yet, either. I'll let it soak in. <laughs> okay. Good luck on that. Thanks uh, for calling. I appreciate Thank you. Bye now. one 405 8405 That's toll-free to the Dream Team here at Animal Radio. The guys over at Herbs make Animal Radio possible with over 400 products available for both you and your pet. Jumpstart the health revolution and experience healing. Head on over to D-Herbs. That's the letter D, herbs.com. And they are providing solutions for better health. You know it. A call for Dr. Debbie on line four. No, let's go to line five, okay? We've given, we've given line five no attention today. Sean, how are you doing? Yeah, I've got a dog problem. Okay. I've got a Chinese pug. Uh, getting eyesight's getting real bad. I've just been wondering. I've I ain't a doctor, but looking at it, it looks like cataracts. Is there anything they can do for that? Or Potentially. And I guess the first thing is that when, when we have a color change to a dog's eyes and they're starting to turn cloudy and kind of white, a lot of times we just kind of logically think they're cataracts, but it's not always the case. So the first thing that I would do is I would certainly want to take a look at your doggy's eyes um, because we can have cataracts form with age. Sometimes even things like diabetes will cause cataracts. But in some cases, we truly can just get an aging in the lens of a dog's eye, what we call lenticular sclerosis. Um, and it's just an aging change. So it isn't always something that is really severe for their vision. Um, and you can even in some breeds see some corneal disease that makes the eye kind of white. And it's a different area of the eye. So it definitely, I'd say, start with a, a vet exam. Let's take a peek at the eye because that, for me, makes a big difference in what we do. And if we do find that your dog has cataracts, um, there are some things to do. One is, yes, there, there is surgery. We can have those removed. It's generally done with uh, veterinary ophthalmologists. Um, but even short of removing cataracts, there's a lot we can do medically to help manage that. And anytime I have a diagnosis of a cataract, I always, always want to do a diabetic screening on that pet. So if you have a dog with cloudy eyes and you haven't had them checked at the vet, that is definitely going to get that, those car keys in your hand and get a region uh, to get that pet checked out. Um, but for some pets with cataracts, with time, um, you know, they may adjust. If they lose their vision with that, they can get along okay. But we don't tell people to ignore cataracts because there can be some problems that occur besides the vision loss. And that is what we call lens-induced uveitis. So cataracts leak a type of protein into the eye, and that can cause inflammation, which can cause pain, and can really make a pet very miserable. Um, so if we have cataracts, um, in many cases, I will put a pet on a topical anti-inflammatory to keep that in check, um, keep those pets comfortable, and you know, then monitor their vision. If there's any other problems where the lens slides out of position um, and luxates out, then we may talk more surgery and things like that. Um, but definitely, there are certainly things to do. Now, I am not a fan of those um, supplements that'll say they'll restore vision, remove cataracts. Um, that's just a bit of hooey in my mind, so don't fall into that. Let's get these eyes checked out. Sometimes we'll do what we call a cotton ball test at home. So if you cover one of your dog's eyes and you throw a cotton ball horizontally in front of their eyes, if they notice it and they watch it going by them, then we still have some vision in that eye. If they're not seeing that, then that's that's going to be something that we really want to check that pet out, see if we've got advanced cataracts or maybe some other causes of vision loss there. You're listening to Animal Radio. Find us at AnimalRadio.com. Log on, learn more. 
What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer canine caviar, visit caninecaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. I'm at a local golf course to talk gold bond powder with the Phillips foursome. You guys look uncomfortable. Man, it's humid. My shirt's stuck to my back. My feet are funky. And I'm itchy in all the wrong places. I've heard enough. Phillips foursome, relief starts now. Good. Gold bond medicated body and foot powders are proven to relieve itch, odor, and wetness with that cooling, feel-good, refreshing kick. Feels great. great. Itch-free, baby. Couldn't be happier to hear that. Gold bond powder. Relief starts now. What do you think about when you're driving? Music? Sports? We think about nice, big, fluffy piles of insulation and filters and motor suspension and water projection and things like that. We're Bosch, and we are the quietest dishwasher brand in the U.S. You could say we wrote the book on quiet, and the next chapter is flexibility. Nearly every Bosch dishwasher now features a third rack that holds silverware and whisks and tongs and spatulas and increases your loading area up to 30%. How did we do it? Well, as we said, we're Bosch. We think about things like that. Come see what we've invented for you. See the complete line of Bosch dishwashers at Best Buy or visit bestbuy.com slash Bosch. Quietest dishwasher brand in the U.S. based on an average of sound ratings on major brands' websites. Major brands defined as Trackline Top 10 Brands, March 2013. 30% more loading area compared to a Bosch dishwasher with two racks. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster & Smith Pet Supplies with thousands of quality products at low prices every day so you save on every order. Visit fosterandsmith.com. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Rusty, the little red panda, finally back at the National Zoo after he made a break for it. Zoo officials say Rusty was recovered in the Washington, D.C. area after somebody called and said the animal was nearby. Dr. Brandy Smith, who's in charge of the little red panda, said that Rusty was hiding in a tree when the zoo keepers arrived. And they say Rusty's keepers were able to get him down. They just called his name, and then he went right into his little crate. He was taken to the zoo's vet hospital as a precaution. The zoo hasn't determined yet if the panda escaped or if he was taken. He was missing for a scary 24 hours. A racing pigeon from Japan's getting used to his new home after he went 5,000 miles off course. He wound up in Vancouver, Canada. Maj Birch, founder of the Mountaineer Avian Rescue Society, told ABC News the wayward bird showed up in British Columbia last week, emaciated and dehydrated. Birch explained that they eventually learned the pigeon embarked on a 600-mile race on a northern Japanese island back in May. But the journey apparently wasn't long enough for this particular bird, who instead chose to fly across the Pacific Ocean. I wonder if he was just making a getaway. Birch and his team got the phone number for the pigeon's owner from a tag on the bird's leg. The owner says he was relieved to find out the bird was still alive, pointing out that he must be a superior pigeon. Nevertheless, he chose to let that bird stay in Canada to spare him the stress of making another ocean crossing. Well, if you thought the now-extinct nine-patty Wendy's T-Rex burger was excessive, wait till you hear about the Guinness Book of World Record winner for the largest item on any menu in the world. According to Food Beast, the dish in question as a whole is 
a roasted camel, a roasted camel, you heard me right, stuffed with lamb, which is stuffed with chicken, which is stuffed with fish or eggs. And who knows what that stuff with after that. The giant meals prepared by the Bedouin, and they typically make the camel feast for weddings and other parties. Mm, sounds good. I wonder what camel tastes like. I know. I know what you're going to say. Just like chicken, right? Right. Ladies and gentlemen, earning the title of the world's ugliest song, give it up for Wally. Wally is a mutt from Chico, California. He's taken the reins as the world's ugliest dog. He's part boxer, part beagle, and part basset hound. He won the title in Petaluma because of his huge head, short, thick legs, and he has kind of like duck feet. Wally's owner wins $1,500 and, of course, will be making all the TV rounds. Actually, between you and me, Wally was not so ugly. I have a dog that looks just like him. <laughs> the, the feet just hang out. They're very cute. Anyway, I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies. Visit FosterAndSmith.com for pet supplies selected by veterinarians with 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Doctors Foster and Smith, your trusted source for quality, affordable pet supplies. Veterinarian owned with veterinary expertise behind every product. Doctors Foster and Smith has thousands of name brand pet products, including pet medications, all with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Low prices every day, so you save on every order with free shipping on orders $49 or more. Fast service delivered right to your door. Shop online at fosterandsmith.com because your pet's health and happiness come first. What do- Dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding. Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number, 1-855-645-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. Say goodbye to the cable guy and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 1-855-645-MY-TV. Sign up for packages starting as low as $19.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional installation. You control what you watch when you watch it. Record your favorite shows, pause and rewind live TV, even skip the commercials. Watch local channels too. At just $19.99, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call 1-855-645-MY-TV. 1-855-645-MY-TV. Say goodbye to the cable guy. Cut costs and get more. 1-855-645-MY-TV. 1-855-645-MY-TV. Hi, I'm Ed Asher, and you're on Animal Radio. Spay or neuter your animals, you dummies. <laughs> Radio celebrating our connection with our pets toll free. It's 1 405 8405. And on a dare, I dare Joey Volani to shave one of the cats, not completely, just to give it a little uh, kind of a styling lion cut. A lion cut is that what that's called? A lion yes, cut? A You've lion done a cut. beautiful yes. job there. 
You, you like that, huh? I do like that. Looks good. And you did that, of course, with the wall lithium ion rechargeable pet clipper, one of which you have. You actually have two in your hands today. We're giving away both of those, Judy? Yes, we are. Holy moly. No, I'm keeping I know. One. <laughs> you know what? I'm not talking about this today, actually. I'm Why is a little that? bit upset about Why is that? this whole thing. Yeah, tell me. Because what. too many people now are getting this clipper and they're doing work at home. And I noticed my business is dropping off because of wall, because they got this great product. And this um, this clipper, you know, it, you could do it at home. They make it too easy. They got the comb attachments and you snap around. Blade, so you can make it from a quarter of an inch long up to a um, one inch, actually, depending on what you want to do. Um, it tells you how to do it basically right there. You can go to the website and get more information. It comes with a with a scissor, with everything. It comes with everything. You know what? They're putting me out of business. This isn't fair. Um, I'm protesting. I'm not talking about this no more. Oh, you need to adapt, you know? Everybody's adapting with the new technology. The new you need to adapt. Unfortunately for you, we can do all those beautiful haircuts at home now with the Wall Consumers products. And I got to tell you, it's not just the rechargeable pet clipper kit that we're using. We're using the odor neutralizer, the oatmeal shampoo, and the no rinse waterless shampoo. You got to love that stuff. Everything you need. We're going to give away some of this. Yes, let's do it. Okay. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. I'm sorry. Give him a hug. Joey, no, I'm not touching him. Hug. Ah, no, Just, I'm not touching him. See, you're very disgruntled about this. Uh, it's the lithium-ion rechargeable pet clipper kit. I'll give you one at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. And also, if you work for a shelter where you're adopting out animals and you need to make those animals look sharp, uh, give me a call one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five, and we'll give you one of those clippers also, as well as the odor neutralizer, the oatmeal shampoo, and the no-rinse waterless shampoo from Wall. Hey, thanks guys for sponsoring Animal Radio. Hey, Charlie, how are you doing? Doing pretty good. What's going on in your world? What what can we help you with? Oh, I got I had listen. Well, I had her for over five years, and uh, I just she she's she she better than mountain, but she do everything I tell her. But I, I, we hustle every morning, and like she she thinks she can play with everybody. And I don't like her for playing with everybody, you know, because they stole her once. She and I be wanting her to warn me if somebody walk up on me while I'm hugging. But she everybody walk up, she thinks she's supposed to play with them. Every dog you see, she thinks she's supposed to play with them because she's too friendly. I wonder what can I do to stop her from that? Because I can't watch her myself because I stay by myself. She's she's too friendly. Your dog is too friendly. And yeah, she like to play with every dog, the poor dog, and, and, and they be aggressive. Sometimes the guy be walking with two, and he can hardly hold them. I know they'd kill her because she's too small. Right, he so. to play, and they be trying to fight. Well, it looks like, it actually looks like she wants to play, but what she's probably doing is instigating those two dogs to get them all riled up and even yeah, more crazy. Well, them big dogs don't like them little dogs anyway. Well, you know. They be wanting to play, but they be ready to kill you're so funny, buddy. As as with well, what I would do is turn the opposite direction and start walking away. You know, but as with all dogs and all dog training, the the, the key is you. You know, the key to getting your dog to behave the way you want your dog to behave is you being a great teacher. And the way to teach your dog is not with words. You've got to use corrections and you've got to use rewards. And that's the only way to do it. There is no quick fix. So if you don't like your dog, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, walking up and instigating bigger dogs. It, if your dog is on a leash, you just got to turn real swiftly the opposite direction and start walking and give her a correction, a jolt, and go, uh-uh, uh-uh, you know, and just walk the opposite direction. Well, you're going you're gonna to have to correct her when she does behaviors you don't like, and you're going to have to reward her when she does behaviors you do like, and that's the only way to do it.
So every time your dog does something you don't like, you have to give her a little correction, like a little jolt at the leash, and say, uh-uh, or make a sound, whatever that is. Hey, Alan, I, I miss what kind of breed of dog did he say? She's a she's a Chihuahua. She's a Chihuahua. Really, really she's a miniature dog, Mackenzie. I just call her Chihuahua because she's little. Oh, she's a miniature dog, Mackenzie. Yeah, she's. Well, I'm she's always a real happy sweet to. I'm happy to see those kind of dogs that are really friendly and happy and, and, and uh, you know, good with people. I think that's a great trait to have because that breed, I think, has a tendency to not be always so nice with strangers. So in my world, I'd be thrilled with that, and I'd welcome your puppy in my office. Oh, I, I am. I just, I just don't like them to be playing with everybody. Well, again, buddy, you have got to change the behavior. Nobody can do it for you. And you've got to come up with a way to, to translate yeah, to your dog. She listens to everything when I say, but I wonder what could I do. All right, here's what you can do. Here's what you can do. Is your dog on a leash? You have her on a leash all the time? Yeah, I keep loose with me all the time. All right. So your dog is on the leash, and you're walking down the street, and there's two dogs acting. Right, and there's, well, no, you gotta hold the leash. Don't hook it to your pants. You gotta hold it, okay? And you've gotta have a little choker chain on her. Just a little choker chain on her. And when you're walking down the street, and there's two dogs acting like lunatics, and your dog starts to act like a lunatic, you give her a little jolt with your wrists. Turn and walk the opposite direction very quickly. And that's what you do. That's a correction. And you do it every time she does a behavior you don't like. And when she starts behaving the way you do want her to behave, which is calm, you say, good dog, and you give her a treat. Yeah, okay. There you go. There you go, buddy. I mean, you learn a whole lot when you get old. I'm sorry, what would you say? I say, you don't get old, you learn a lot. Oh, yeah, well... You know, dogs are dogs and people are people, and the best thing we can do is learn how to think like a dog. And when you learn to think like a dog, everything goes wonderfully because they can't they can't read our minds. They they don't know what the word no means. They don't know what the sentences we're speaking are. So the the less amount of talk you do, the better. You know, and, and try to try to try to watch your dog and figure out what your dog is thinking. There's so many signs. Yeah, trust me, I know that boy. <laughs> So when you yeah. when you see her getting into that manic state, correct her, refocus her mind. Mm, okay, but she's very amenable. I tell her sit, lay down, stay there until I get back, or whatever. She'll be there until I get back. If nobody, you don't walk up and took her. They stole her one time and said, "Got a back from That was that was awesome. talking about being friendly. See, I can't. I stay by myself. I can't pay attention to her, her, me, and myself in the office at the same time. That's you know you're you're doing you're doing good, buddy. It's just that one thing, you just got to teach her to you know just to not get riled up around riled up dogs, and that's not too difficult. It just takes uh, persistence and it takes time. Mm. Hey, thanks for your call, Charlie. Good luck with that. Let us know how that works out. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Yeah, not a lot of people know that that was uh, the number one disc jockey in Los Angeles doing morning drive, uh, calling from the bowling alley. I, I have no idea what he said, and apparently you did, so that's good. I got, I got something out of it. I got a little bit out of that. <laughs> You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Hi, this is Betty White. All us animal lovers love Animal Radio. 
please help every way you can to make life better for our animals. This is Animal Radio, baby. Uh, this is for Alan. Is that correct, Miss Judith Francis? We head to Aaron. Hey, Aaron, how are you doing? Well, I've got a two and a half year old British Spaniel male that I adopted from an ad in the paper that said "Free to Good Home," and uh, you know he's he's a very outgoing dog. You know, for a Brittany, I know they're outgoing and friendly and all that, which is why I like them. But uh, I have the sneaky suspicion he's been abused and trying to figure out what I can do to help you know bring him back. You know, he's real leery of males. Well, Aaron, let me ask you a question. It's, you're such such a good guy to care and to and to want to give your dog confidence. When you come home, let's say you come home, what does the dog do when he first sees you? Well, he uh, they run they run around, you know, give a couple of little barks, nothing big, just to, you know, kind of announce them, hey, you know, dad's home, cool. Uh, I've got them in an enclosure, so they can't you know run wild, get out on the road and get hit or anything. So, what makes you think this dog is afraid of you? I mean, how does the dog show you he's afraid of you? Like when I, when it, me or my son will go out to feed him, he will cower down and you know mm-hmm. show like, okay, yeah, he understands. He's almost showing like he's being dominant. And uh, yeah, well, you know, when a, when a dog when he cowers down, do you mean he rolls over on his back or he just puts his head down? What does he do? He he will put his head down or sometimes just go right down to the ground on his belly, like you know, okay. he's like he's ex- like almost like he's expecting to get hit. Well, he's not, you know, I don't want to say he's expecting to get hit. What he is doing, he's being totally submissive to you. He's letting you know that you're in charge, that he recognizes you as his leader. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. But for a dog that's been hit or a dog that lacks confidence, the best thing you can do, again, it all starts with the walk, my man. Put him on a leash, take him for a walk every day, 20-minute, 30-minute walk. He's walking at your side. You're calm and confident. He gets that energy from you, that calm, confident energy energy and then you praise him for you know having a good walk or whenever he does something you like you tell him good boy so you teach him a trick like sit and stay and make him stay there for 30 40 50 seconds give him a treat tell him good boy and he'll have a sense of accomplishing something and that increases a dog's confidence well as i told you you're a screener like if my like i said with me or my any male gets near him he cowers down He'll come right up to my wife and my daughter, and he's got no issue with that. It all starts with you and you taking your dog for daily walks and then teaching males how to approach your dog. And so when you approach your dog, if you tower over your dog, that makes the dog fearful. It also, you know, a weak, insecure dog will definitely cower. What you want to do is kneel down alongside the dog, look straight ahead, and pet your dog from the side and give the dog confidence. You're the one who's going to give that dog confidence and teach the dog that, you know, he doesn't have to be afraid. He doesn't have to cower down. When a dog cowers down or, or bends down or rolls over, dog's just being submissive to you and showing you that, yes, you are in charge. That's all that is. And some dogs are strong, confident dogs. Some dogs are weak dogs. Some dogs are born with it. Some dogs are abused, and that's how they get it. But if you walk yeah. your dog every day, if you walk your dog every day and spend time with your dog, your dog will gain confidence. And that's what you well, want to give your dog. Well, I, I spend as much time as I can working with him and all that, but I mean, I'm an over-the-road truck driver, so I'm gone most of the week. You know, but do you walk him? Do you do you walk him? Walk him every day, every chance you get, whenever you're home, 20, 30 minutes a day. Just him, on a leash. Okay. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by D Herbs. They have over four hundred products available for both you and your pet. 
jumpstart the health revolution, experience healing. Go to dherbs.com. That's the letter D, herbs.com. Providing solutions for better health. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. You're listening to Animal Radio. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at animalradio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. It's Animal Radio. The numbers are toll-free, 1-866-405-8405. It spells nothing, but it's pretty easy to remember. It is. It's got a rhythm to it. It took me, what, a month? About a month to learn it. About a year. Who's counting? (laughs) I'm a little slow. You're still tongue-tied and missing it up. (laughs) I took the short yellow bus to school. I'll admit that right now. (laughs) Matthew, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you. How are you all today? Doing good. What's going on? Dr. Debbie, about my six-year-old male golden doodle. Oh, and, uh, okay. What's that? Oh, I, I was just going, oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good boy. I love him. Um, you know, and, and what I really want is, I don't want to second-guess my vet diagnosis, but I want to question his pain level. It's a question I forgot to ask the vet. He, he's recently come up uh, intermittently lame, in his uh, left hind, and uh, we sedated him and did some radiological, you know, stuff. And he, his hip looks good. There's no signs of any bone cancers or growth or tumors, and and uh, no movement in his hips, no drawer signs in his knee. Uh, there's no signs of of an arthritic condition, but she diagnosed uh, acute arthritis. But his pain level is. It seems severe to me. Can can the onset of arthritis cause, I mean, real severe pain in these guys? Okay. I'm going to back up here a little bit. Now, you said on the x-rays they did not see any changes, but when we diagnose arthritis, generally off of an x-ray there's some changes where we go, ooh, look at all those little knobby things on the bones or on the joints, and, and that's a sign that it's kind of been a chronic osteoarthritis condition. Now, did they see anything like that? No, she's seen no abnormalities, but she said it, it, it could be the beginnings of. Okay. And it just didn't sound right to me. I, and and if there's no drawer sign, I, I guess, if so there's no ACL rupture or anything like that, could there be other issues going on in his knees or hips that, that I should maybe go get a second opinion on? Uh, definitely. I mean, it's quite possible. And when we're talking about, just so I can explain for everyone else, um, drawer sign is a common uh, kind of a test, a physical movement that veterinarians will do in a, generally a sedated pet. Um, and we wiggle the knee and we basically test for instability in the ligaments there. And one of the major support ligaments in the knee, called the cruciate ligament, um, when that's damaged or torn completely, um, there's some movement. It's kind of like a drawer that's kind of opening. So if they didn't see that, it's possible we could have, you know, some maybe 
partial cruciate injuries that could cause a lot of knee pain and lameness and not show any kind of signs on x-rays or on that physical exam. Um, as far as arthritis, I'd usually reserve that diagnosis to when we have chronic changes and where we can see radiographic evidence that there's uh, some changes in the joints. So I might back up and say, ah, we have an acute strain or sprain, um, or maybe we have something else going on, and that's very possible. Um, as far as the physical exam, I think in this point would probably be the biggest thing that I would fall back on and where their suspicions might lie, whether that's in the knee, the hip, or, or what have you. Um, now, did they put your baby on any medications of any sort? Yeah, some, some Remedil, and she said that she wants to use it when the pain starts to flare up. I've had them on glucosamine chondroitin for about a year, um, just as a preventative. Um, and it does show up when he is, when he does get very active. And sometimes uh-huh. it comes goes in a day, but it's coming on more often now. And the okay. pain's lasting longer. That makes any sense to you. Yeah, yeah, and and I guess I'm going to be a little wishy-washy because I would like to say that you know the physical tests support what you're seeing at home, and if it doesn't all fit, that then I don't want to say your vet's wrong, but you know I would definitely want to make sure that uh, the signs of what you're seeing agree with what they're seeing and describing in the in the physical exam, and if not, now the other thing is um, a lot of times um, my father's even guilty of this. Anti-inflammatories in many cases work best when we do use them for a consistent period of time. So you can do that hit or miss treatment, but if we're having uh, especially more established discomfort or lameness, it's better to use that for a course, a period of time consistently, and you'll get better response with um, the inflammation as well as with the pet's comfort um, than just that once in a blue moon kind of thing. Um, but if, if that therapy is not working, gosh, there's some other things you can look at getting into. Um, you know, if we have definite osteoarthritis, chronic changes, um, there are many foods that have glucosamine enhanced in there. Um, there's a product uh, called Adequan, which is an injectable formula that can be very nice in helping pets with arthritic pain. Um, but usually arthritis is kind of that achiness, that slowness to get up, that I've overdone it, and oh, I'm just having a rough time. If we have more acute pain, um, really more intense, then I really want to go back to that physical exam and look again. Okay, yeah, because the, the, the pain just seems too intense to me to be the beginnings of arthritis because when it gets really bad, he won't even put any weight on it. He'll hobble completely and hold mm-hmm. his leg up. Yeah, and how long ago were those x-rays? Um, three, four days ago. Oh, real recently. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, yeah, right. and, this- and the Rimadil's starting to work. Uh, I'm an over-the-road truck driver, so I've, I've seen him go through this pain, but my wife tells me that, you know, he, he is kind of hobbling around a little bit now, and he's He's feeling a little bit better, but, uh, you know, I, I don't want to see the little guy in pain. Right. Oh, gosh, yeah. I mean, it's worse watching your pet in pain than going through it yourself, <laughs> and I think anyone who listens to the show would agree with that. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah. I, I know not to overdo it, but there's no way to tell him not to overdo it. He's a really active guy, and, and he wants to jump down the stairs, chase rabbits in the backyard, and just go crazy, oh. and, you know, it, he doesn't quite get the fact that it, it, it kind of—he's getting a little older, and it's starting to affect him. Absolutely, yeah. So, 
if I could get my word out to him and tell him to behave and be quiet while you're rehabilitating, <laughs> then, then, then we'll go a long way there. But yeah, I feel your feel your difficulty with that. That's tough to get him to quiet down. But yeah, if that's persisting, then I would certainly take another look there and see. And especially if we are worried about maybe a partial cruciate that's thinking of doing something more significant down the road. So hope uh, hope all turns out well there, and your your uh, lovely golden doodle uh, is doing well. So have a great one. This is Dr. Debbie with Animal Radio. We're at one 405 Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White, dog trainer Alan Cable, groomer Joy Villani, communicator Joy Turner, and here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. Tell them to get the app. What? Crazy. It's Animal Radio, one 405 just got a call from a listener who says, I can't listen this hour. Can you tell me what's going to happen? <laughs> of course not. I can't tell you what's going to happen. So, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what kind of mayhem will occur or transpire within the next hour. But I can tell you that if you pick up the Animal Radio app, you will never miss Animal Radio. You can hear Animal Radio whenever you want, wherever you want, by downloading the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android, as well as ask your questions of the Dream Team. So That's the way to go. I don't know where Joey is, but that Johnny Three Fingers guy, he's down at the door, and he wants to talk I'm, to Joey. I'm not unlocking it. Johnny, it's locked. Johnny Three Fingers. Yeah. Oh, I see in San Antonio, a two-headed turtle has hatched at the San Antonio Zoo. That's a cool. A two-headed cool. turtle? Yeah. Wow. Named him Thelma and Louise. Oh. <laughs> I guess two heads are better than one, right? And they can survive? There's not an issue with that? Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, there often can be other problems as well, but, you know, if there's two heads with two um, working esophaguses, then just double the fun. <laughs> they can it fight really over is. their food. That's what wow. we say. Two heads, two esophaguses, double the fun. Motto to live by. Joey's going to be talking about poison ivy in just a couple of seconds. He got it. And it's kind of weird to see this soprano-looking guy, tough guy with poison ivy. With all the white stuff all over him. <laughs> yeah. Very Alamine weird. lotion. But in, in his defense, he got it from a dog that he was grooming. He'll tell us Oof. how to get rid of that should our dogs get into poison ivy and how to keep them away from it. Also, we're talking to a lady. Sandy Robbins will be joining us. I understand she has a cute English accent. Can't she we? does. She uh, and I, you know how I, we just put them on. They don't even need to have anything important to say if they have an English accent. They're on Animal Radio. She says that there's been over three billion dollars worth of damaged electronic devices, like smartphones, that are pets damaged over the last year. Wow, that's That's a a big statistic. So we're going to find out if that's true, and that's on the way. Well, I think you've done that much damage with your electronics. I do coffee. Yes, I I spill coffee on all my electronics all the time. Also, we're going to be looking at an email later on. That comes to us from Abby. I'm not supposed to say her name. Sorry, Abby. I'm so, it's probably didn't, not didn't a real name that. anyway. She probably changed it. Yeah. She has troubles because her cat watches her when she makes love. And she wants to know what to do. So we'll, we'll help them. Because that's what know. we do. <laughs> what? You must kick your animals out of the room, Doc Dib. Of course. I, you know, I don't invite anybody to watch. <laughs> and for a guy, you don't want anybody watching tough with one person watching the female that's that's always intimidating for me is that one person that's watching so to have the animals who may not judge me but you know they look at you weird anyway that's on the and way the cat pulls out popcorn and he's chomping on popcorn <laughs> watch it <laughs> 
he's bored and walks away, then you're worried. Tells you pause just a minute. I got to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. Stacy, what are you working on? Sometimes it's a little difficult to take your pets when you're going on vacation. Maybe you're going camping and you're going to be in a tent, and it's just hard. You know, you don't want your dog running around. There's a lot of wild animals, so maybe you want to send your dog uh, someplace where they can have a good time. How about to the New Paw Seasons? It's a resort in England. Your dog will have a ball there. They can watch movies. They've got, oh, they can get massages, the whole bit. Wow. And it's only going to cost you Mm -hmm. $72,000. Yes, you heard me right. And (laughs) that includes a $13,000 donation. I'll tell you about it. Coming up on Animal Radio News. Well, what are we waiting for? Can someone get my checkbook? Dogs or cats, horse or emu. An Australian woman was recently sentenced to nine months of community service for smuggling protected fish from Asia in her dress. 45-year-old Sharon Naismith was caught in a Melbourne airport trying to smuggle the fish. Customs officers reportedly heard flipping noises coming from her clothes and conducted a search. In a specially made apron under her dress, they found 15 plastic bags filled with water and fish, one rare Asian arowana that Customs said was worth tens of thousands of dollars, and 14 catfish. Naismith, who had just arrived from Singapore, pleaded guilty to a charge of attempting to import regulated wildlife. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White, dog trainer Alan Cable, groomer Joey Villani, communicator Joy Turner, and here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. Judy is screening your calls toll-free at 1-866-405-8405. Big show today. We'll be talking to a lady who works for an insurance company. She says there's been over $3 billion worth of electronic devices damaged by our dogs and cats and animals, our companion animals. In one year. In one year. Is that it? One year? We're going to have to check on that and make sure that's right. That seems like a lot. I know it does, but the electronics aren't cheap. That's. uh, I'm in there. Are you? I'm in there. Yeah, I am. (laughs) Have your animals ever damaged your devices? The bird. The bird. The bird's the worst. The bird has destroyed um, <laughs> one phone and at least 30 remotes. But, you know, that doesn't go on the insurance. But the I phone hear did. about the remotes all wow. the time. Yeah, people always call in and saying the remote's been buried or in the backyard. They found it after three years. <laughs> Passes in the poop, actually. Have, have you seen that? What have you seen? Oh, yes. I've taken x-rays, and, and you can see parts of the remote um, in the stomach. And uh, we've had one where the dog vomited up pieces of it. The other one, it actually passed it. Um, wow. So, yeah. Wow. That's and just, we just wash it off and reuse it. Ew. <laughs> How about you, Joy? Joy, have you had any of your electronic devices peed on, vomited on, destroyed, chewed? I have to tell you, my kids are just the absolute most fabulous kids. They don't do things like that at all. But then bear in mind, I'm with them almost all the time. So they don't get bored. They don't get lonely. They don't get all those things a lot of animals do. Now, do they know what you're thinking? Do they know that you know what they're thinking? (laughs) <laughs> oh, absolutely. Well, yeah, sometimes they, they play little games and they think, well, I can think something and I can whisper and my mom won't be able to hear me. But I keep saying, I'm sorry, I do get that. The perfect so, dogs. Yeah. You're a little jealous. 
Yes, I am. Well, Joey, I can teach you, and then you can have a perfect dog, too. Good luck on that one. Yeah, I know. Just talk to Alan about that one. Hey, Stace, what are you doing? Have you heard about the Guinness Book of World Records winner for the largest item on any menu in the world? Oh, when I tell you this, it's hard to believe. You won't find it at a pig roast, though, that's for sure. Um, you're not going to be able to find it on a spit. I don't think they could put it on a spit. They might be able to. You never know what they can do in uh, Egypt. Hint, hint. Okay, I'll tell you about it coming up on Animal Radio News. You're like shaking your head. You I know, know what, what it is. About. Yes. Okay. Yes, it took me a minute, but I just, yes, I figured it out. We'll stick around for that. Let's hit the phones. This brought to you by FlexRx. Like people, as dogs get older, arthritis is the most common problem they face. FlexRx doesn't just mask those symptoms. It restores natural joint function. FlexRx is available at pet shops and retailers across the country. Let's head back to the phones. I believe we have Donna on the phones. Hey, Donna. Welcome. Hey, uh, I just uh, have a question for your vet. All right, I'm right here. This is Dr. Debbie. What can I help you with? Uh, yes, I'm a, uh, I'm trying to find a kitten, you know, from a okay. breeder. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's down, you know, I'm looking at three or four different breeds. And uh, basically, my question is, I seem to be getting the attitude from all these breeders. Uh, you know, I'll ask them questions about, you know, well, uh, do they have the kittens out the front of the house? Are they kept in a bedroom, or do you keep them in a cage? And uh, you know, can you take them outside in the yard in the fenced-in area on the grass, and maybe shoot a quick video so I can see how they act? And you know, uh, uh, I- I'm interested in not only a you know cat that looks the way I would like it to look, but also one that is mentally and emotionally uh, healthy and uh, uh, has been exposed to uh, socialization and different uh, environments or, you know, not just the inside of a house or a bedroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got you. And yeah. I, would, uh, I, I want a confident, happy uh, animal that can cope with its surroundings if I want to take it at four months of age, which breeders insist on keeping the cats until they're that old, and so all the windows of opportunity for socialization and so on are pretty much closed when you get it, and Mm -hmm. I'll ask these breeders questions about, you know, uh, how the kitten's disposition is, and uh, they won't even bother to answer me. Uh, You know, one breeder emailed me uh, like, uh, well, nobody's ever complained about any of my kittens before. And another one offered me an adult female that she had been breeding that was three or four years old for $800, a thousand was shipping. And, uh, the only thing I had was a three or four year old picture that was taken when the cat was a kitten. And I'm wondering <laughs> if I'm being unreasonable or, okay. you know, or, or is it just cat breeders? Yeah. Well, you know, so you're looking at cats that are not in your area, correct? You're looking for cats in other states or something? Uh, well, yes, because I am looking for kind of a specific-looking cat. I, you know, I'd be happy with, uh, you know, two or three different breeds. Uh, it doesn't have to be just one. Which you're, you've got some really great thoughts on how you want to select a cat. Um, and you're right. It is important. to Number one is personality. Personality, is it the right fit? I don't care what a cat looks like. I want to know if the lifestyle is going to fit with my household. Do you have a very busy, noisy household? You know, do you have kids? Um, a cat's personality is going to be very important to match that. So you've got, you know, the right kitty for the household. Now, 
what you're doing is you're asking these people to really pre-select the cats for you. And I have to say that, you know, this is really your responsibility. So if you're going to choose to find a cat outside of the city or the state where you're at, you're at a disadvantage. You need to be the one to make these decisions, how that cat looks. Now, this is the digital age, and I don't know. It doesn't seem hard to me to make a video of a, a cat or a dog playing, and put that on YouTube, drop it in an email. Heck, I see animals' symptoms all the time by uh, iPhone in my office. So I don't think that would be an strange or an extreme request, but you are trying to screen for personality with you not being even there. So there's going to be some big shortcomings with that approach. So, you know, adopting from a shelter is not a bad idea. You have some on-the-ground experience. You can screen the cats. You can get them young. And I have run into this with breeders where they insist on keeping dogs or cats until they're four months of age, five months of age even, believe it or not. And you're right. There's a big social window by four months of age that we really want to be able to expose kitties and puppies um, to all these different things in their world. So you're going to be missing out on that opportunity. Not that it means you won't have a good cat in the end, um, but if you have that opportunity during that age, it would be ideal to expose them to all the sights, sounds, smells, things in your world that might uh, they might encounter and that you want them to be chill with. Um, so I don't know. I, you know, I, I feel your frustration sometimes when it comes to breeders, and you know that's kind of this whole movement. Do we need people who just want to breed for that six hundred dollar sale? Is that really the right thing for the animal? Um, are we saving lives? Are we dooming animals so living in kennels uh, to be re- the breeders for the next generation of purchase pets in this manner? So just uh, be cautious. You're supporting an industry that if you don't get the right feel from those people, you're under no obligation to support them with your dollars and that's really how this works out um, so there, there's got to be cat breeders out there that fit your needs and, and uh, your, your uh, desires for what you're looking for and I have to say that if it means getting in a car and driving or getting on a plane if I had to pick out a pet that way I would have my hands on it and I would do everything I could to screen that pet to make sure it had the communication with me it had that bond and that it was going to be a good um, fit personality wise so um, so I don't know. I hate to be a breeder basher, but um, you know I'd have to say that you, you've got some challenges with what you're trying to do there, Donna. Thanks for your call, Donna. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Hi, I'm Victoria Jackson, and you're listening to Animal Radio. For dogs, like people, arthritis is the most common health problem, and joints are stressed even more with increased activity in spring. FlexRx is a new way to safely and effectively treat canine joint health problems. All-natural FlexRx doesn't mask symptoms like other products. It's clinically proven to restore healthy joint function. With FlexRx, your dogs can enjoy an improved quality of life they've earned and deserve. FlexRx is available at pet shops, retailers, or visit ProLabsPets.com. Hi, I'm Dick Van Patten. And I'm Jimmy Van Patten. And we're here to talk to you about our new line of alpha grain-free dog and cat formulas. And we've been the leaders in grain-free nutrition with our LID formulas before grain-free became a trend. Our new grain-free alpha formulas combine multiple high-quality proteins at balanced levels with unique fruits and vegetables for vitamins and antioxidants. For more information on alpha and all of my dog and cat food formulas, visit naturalbalanceinc.com. 
What do you think about when you're driving? Music? Sports? We think about nice, big, fluffy piles of insulation and filters and motor suspension and water projection and things like that. We're Bosch, and we are the quietest dishwasher brand in the U.S. You could say we wrote the book on quiet, and the next chapter is flexibility. Nearly every Bosch dishwasher now features a third rack that holds silverware and whisks and tongs and spatulas and increases your loading area up to 30%. How did we do it? Well, as we said, we're Bosch. We think about things like that. Come see what we've invented for you. See the complete line of Bosch dishwashers at Sears or visit sears.com slash Bosch. Quietest dishwasher brand in the U.S. based on an average of sound ratings on major brands' websites. Major brands define as trackline top 10 brands March 2013. 30% more loading area compared to a Bosch dishwasher with two racks. Don't forget you can listen to Animal Radio from wherever you are. There are so many ways to listen. Obviously, you can listen at animalradio.com. You can download the Animal Radio app for your iPhone and Android. It is a free download, by the way. People call in saying, is that a free? It is a free download. Can't lose anything from there. Stitcher has us. TuneIn has us. Of course, the radio station that you're listening to us on right now. There's so many ways to listen. You can learn more over at AnimalRadio.com. Uh, let's take some calls. Brought to you by Kipton Hotels. You think your pet's cute? Of course you do, don't you? Who thinks their pet is ugly? Nobody thinks their pet's ugly. Enter the Kipton Hotels Paparazzi Pet Photo Contest to win the ultimate hospitality getaway. See how they did that? Hospitality. Yeah, really? Okay, at yeah, your choice of Kipton Hotels, the pet-friendliest hotels across America. Enter before July 31st. So only a few more weeks to enter that at KiptonPets.com. Let's uh, head on over to Lucille. You know, there was a B.B. King song, Lucille. Lucille. Was that written about you, Lucille? Yeah. <laughs> Hi. Hey, where are you calling from today? Uh, calling from Burnville, Pennsylvania, near Reading. Uh, listen to WEU. Oh, they are such a great station. I love those guys over there. Well, tell us, what is going on? I have the Dream Team here to answer any of your questions. Okay, I wanted to talk to Dr. Debbie. And uh, I, I've had a cat... That's I guess about three weeks now. Um, he started with like three days of vomiting where he vomited up nothing but like white foamy saliva. He wouldn't eat, okay. barely would drink. So I took him to the vet and they did an x-ray and they thought they'd seen a blockage. So they did exploratory surgery mm-hmm. and they found nothing. Um, they said there was a little bit of hard poop in the bowel, but nothing that would have caused this problem. So uh, they sent him home. After he got home, he had uh, the same problem, took him back in again. Uh, So they put him on a pill for nausea, and they put him on a a quarter pill, which he's still on every three days, to increase his diet. Now, he is a bit overweight. He's 14 pounds, and he's five years old. Okay. So when they did the surgery and they said they saw stool in his colon, was it? did they describe that he was blocked, like um, constipated, or did they just saw some poop and it was no big deal kind of thing? Well, they said he could have been constipated. They said they found a little bit of hard poop in there, but uh, they okay. did put him on, uh, I mix in his moist once a day, a little bit of Miralax. That's what they told oh, me. Wonderful to- stuff. <laughs> that's such wonderful stuff. <laughs> so uh, that's uh, that's what he's on now, about once okay. a day. He walks around like he's still not feeling quite right. Okay. And then when they did the exploratory, did they do any kind of biopsies of any sort, of the intestines, uh, pancreas, anything like that? 
No, they didn't say. They said everything looked good. Okay. Well, just because um, sometimes when we we have a vomiting situation that looks bad enough that we that we suspect there's a blockage, um, sometimes we do honestly have to go in and look. Um, it's an opportunity, though, to actually take biopsies of the, the bowel because there are some things that can cause vomiting that aren't going to look visually, kind of jump out at you, that we might pick up on a biopsy. Um, some of those things, um, inflammatory bowel disease is, you know, it, it's a problem in cats, just like in people it can cause ongoing vomiting, diarrhea, weight loss. Um, some cats just don't eat well with um, some of these problems. So those kind of things we have to prove by a biopsy. Um, so I don't know, like, with the particulars of your kitty situation, but those are things that, you know, I like to think of. Um, so it's good that they ruled out the obstruction. Um, the other things I look at with a kitty with, um, you know, chronic vomiting is I really like to look at diet, deworming, and um, kind of the environmental things, anything that the kitty might be chewing on, ingesting environmentally, whether it's houseplants, toys, things like that. So for me, if I have a kitty with, um, you know, bad vomiting, I do like to deworm them because uh, cats can actually get stomach worms, um, which they don't actually pass in the stool. You don't see them. And they can get stomach worms from eating little things that run around like cockroaches, snails, you name it. Um, so that's something that's well worth uh, just a prophylactic deworming, if you will. But, you know, from there, if he's eating and he's picking up to eat with eating with his mirtazapine, the appetite stimulant that they're giving him, um, then we we might see about using a hypoallergenic in a kitty like this. Um, a hypoallergenic diet, which could be used for something like inflammatory bowel disease. Um, and that might be something if, uh, you know, if he takes to it, you can give it a whirl and see how the vomiting might do after several weeks of being on that kind of diet. But for, for any kitty that has any kind of constipation, poop, and issues, you mentioned Miralax, and I just think this is the most wonderful thing for cats. And um, if they're constipated, um, older cats in particular can have a real problem where they only poop every few days. And for me, if I hear that, um, that a cat's not pooping regularly, but they're eating well, um, you I do like Miralax, and I can say human use as well. It's a fabulous, fabulous thing. It's a lifesaver. <laughs> so, you know, I, I think what your your veterinarian is suggesting, all of those things are really sound, good things, um, it, and it just might take use in some of these other therapies and trying some different things, you know, to see if we can find something that's working for your baby. Um, okay. And, and does he chew on anything? Has, has he ingested string, or does he like to eat things like that? Um, I've seen maybe him chill like on, uh, some fuzzies like that was on the carpet. Uh, okay. that's the only thing I noticed because he doesn't go outside. He's strictly an indoor cat. Mm-hmm. But, uh, that's, that's the only thing I noticed, uh, unless he got a hold of something here that I haven't seen. I try to okay. keep everything out of reach <laughs> for them yeah. as much as possible. Yeah, and it is so important also that not just eating with a kitty, but, you know, drinking, that we make sure this guy is getting adequate hydration. So um, making sure he's drinking, and if he's not, then, you know, talk to the veterinarian about, you know, if we need to get some fluids for him so he can, uh, you know, stay fully hydrated. Because um, that'll run a cat down. You know, all that vomiting for several days in a row, it depletes their, you know, their hydration. Um, also sometimes look at electrolyte disturbances that we, you know, we just have to correct that in addition to um, the anti nausea medicines that we typically use so i hope that goes better for you and for your guy and he's a young fella so 
we want to get this fellow well. You said he's five years old. Yeah, that's that's the reason I thought you know we we if he would have been you know much older, the vet had said about putting him down, and and I said I just didn't feel like I wanted to do that because. I mean, he's like one of my favorite cats. I've have I have several, but you know, and he he's a good cat. Mm-hmm. Thank okay. you so much for your call. This is Dr. Debbie. I'm your vet friend, looking out for your pet friend. Give us a call at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. This portion of Animal Radio. I sounded like a real DJ there, didn't I? Almost. This, this portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Wall Home Pet Products Pet Grooming. It can be easy. And it can be pain-free with Wall's extensive line of grooming products, which includes everything from clippers to brushes to shampoos. Pet owners and pet professionals prefer Wall. Visit them over at wahlpet.com. That's wallpet.com to get started. Ladies and gentlemen, the dog father. How are you doing, buddy? I'm itching my ass off right now. That's how I'm doing. Why is that? Because I got poison ivy. And this is the probably the fourth time in my grooming career that I've gotten poison ivy from a dog. Wow! So it it wasn't even you playing in the bushes. It was uh, a dog. No, it was it was a dog. Um, And it was funny because the woman actually warned me. It was the first time I was warned. She says that um, (laughs) the dog was out and and it was um, out in the woods and there was a lot of poison ivy and that was the whole reason why they were bringing the dog in to be groomed because she had gotten it from it from the dog before all right no problem i didn't really think too much of it but um just so everyone knows you can um contract poison ivy from your pets mm. or an avid hiker and or you just have it in your backyard and your dogs you know they love to roll around and everything now contrary to belief dogs do get poison ivy it's it's not very common but some dogs will come down with some um irritation and wow. some um some rash and it's usually not as bad as um you know as if you got it there's a couple of things you could do number one and the best thing that i found so far is a product called Tech new, T-E-C-N-U. Um, it's safe for pets and it's safe for you. Now, what it does, it breaks down the oils that um, that the poison ivy, poison oak actually give off. Um, so it'll break that down, you rinse it away. But a lot of people, you know what, they don't want to wash their pets. Um, so if you don't want to wash your pets, in a pinch you can use some type of waterless shampoo. Now, matter of fact, the wall product works very well too. Um, they're on um, waterless shampoo that you can use as well. And I would definitely take that with me. You know what? Just routinely, before you put your dog back in the car, spray them down, towel them off, and you shouldn't have too much to worry about. Um, if it's a short-haired dog, you know what? You want to be safe. Um, use the Tech New or even um, dish detergent. This detergent works good. I don't recommend using it a lot, um, only because it's not the, the greatest product on your dog's coat, but mm-hmm. it definitely will will help the situation. And then you won't be like me. You know, it's kind of weird to hear you say that, because you, you're such a big, tough guy, you know, a soprano type of guy. I got poison ivy today. And I don't know. It just doesn't fit. Oh, wow. Big, <laughs> big guys don't get poison ivy? Is that, is that how it works? Uh, how how about, they don't know, get I'm going to come over there, and I'm going to rub my arms all over you. I just thought it would take a, a little... Big, nice, big kiss and a hug. Okay? I thought it would take a little more than poison ivy to take you down. That's all no, I would poison say. Ivy took me, poison ivy took me down. Put a gun <laughs> on me. I'm okay. Uh, rub poison ivy on me. I have a problem. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Here's a surprising summertime fact from new Allegra Anti-Itch Cream. 
We all know that irritants like bug bites and poison ivy can make you itch. But what you might not know is how. Actually, it's the histamines your body creates in reaction to these irritants that make you miserable. But now that scratch has met its match. New Allegra Anti-Itch Cream. Its maximum strength itch medicine blocks your itch-causing histamines fast for long-lasting relief. New Allegra Anti-Itch Cream. The relief you've been itching for. Use as directed. Phyto-Friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each issue includes hotel and destination reviews, along with health and wellness topics, dog training tips, and the latest fashion trends. Pick up a copy at Barnes & Noble, Hastings, or go online to phytofriendly.com and subscribe today. Phytofriendly is the only magazine dedicated to the travel and lifestyle of man's best friend and the one magazine your dog will thank you for. This is a referral service. Calls will be routed to an independent referral insurance agency. Do you know the number one cause of bankruptcy? No, it's not losing your job or running up credit card debt. It's not even divorce. It's medical costs. If you and your family don't have health insurance, just one serious illness or accident could be financially devastating. But now there's good news, really good news. A health insurance hotline has been established to provide health insurance for all Americans, even uninsured Americans with pre-existing conditions. Now anyone can get health insurance even if you have a pre-existing medical condition. I repeat, now anyone can get health insurance coverage. Call now for a free no-obligation quote on affordable health plans available to you. Again, this is a free hotline for anyone, even if you have pre-existing conditions. Protect you and your family from sudden unexpected medical costs. Call the free health insurance hotline right now at 1-800-838-5562. That's 1-800-838-5562. Call 1-800-838-5562. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies with thousands of quality products at low prices every day so you save on every order. Visit fosterandsmith.com. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Well, police in Canada have raised the bar when it comes to unusual backseat passengers. The CBC says a Royal Canadian Mounted Police officer picked up a week-old baby moose right along the side of the Trans-Canada Highway near Appleton, Newfoundland. Bonnie Harris of the Gander Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals explained that the little moose was crying out for her mom, but there was no sign of her. So, like most people, the orphan animal wasn't eager to get in the back of a police cruiser. I certainly wouldn't be, but she calmed down when she got to the SPCA and gulped down a gallon of milk. Harris says the moose probably wouldn't have survived in the wild on her own, but things are looking up now. Police say a routine traffic stop became anything but for one rookie cop in Texas. He was bitten by a monkey while handing out a ticket. 21-year-old officer Keith Moore, he wears a camera that's clipped to his sunglasses, and he captured the whole thing in Arkansas Pass on video. When he leaned over to hand the driver the ticket, the monkey jumped out and clamped down on the officer's hand. Turns out the monkey's a trained entertainer who travels with the car's drivers to carnivals. Why didn't he just rip up that ticket? That's what I would have done. Man's best friend now has a place to go if they need a couple of days away from their two-legged companions. There's something called the New Paw Seasons. It's a canine holiday resort in England. It offers dogs a luxurious vacation, comes complete with spa and grooming sessions. They actually get fancy clothes as well and screenings of dog-friendly films like Lassie and 101 Dalmatians. 
The pampered dogs even get a private custom-made suite modeled uh, after their owner's home. The actual owners, however, aren't allowed to stay at the resort. Instead, the Paw Season staff keeps them up to speed with Facebook and YouTube updates. Oh, come on. The two-week package costs, ready for this? You're not going to believe this when I tell you how much it costs. It costs more than $72,000, but that includes a $13,000 donation to batter Sea Dogs Home and Cancer Research. Okay, well, we'll be right over with that one. The number of chimps in the U.S. government-funded uh, research is going to be reduced under a new set of principles and criteria, according to the National Institute of Health. Francis Collins, who's the director, cited some new methods and technologies that are going to replace chimps. Um, you know, they've used them in experiments for years, but they say ethical considerations uh, are one reason they've decided not to do this anymore. Chimps are used, they use about 850 chimps in U.S. laboratories. They're going to reduce that to about 150. Good news for uh, chimps. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies. Visit fosterandsmith.com for pet supplies selected by veterinarians with 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Doctors Foster and Smith, your trusted source for quality, affordable pet supplies. Veterinarian owned with veterinary expertise behind every product. Doctors Foster and Smith has thousands of name brand pet products, including pet medications, all with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Low prices every day, so you save on every order with free shipping on orders $49 or more. Fast service delivered right to your door. Shop online at fosterandsmith.com because your pet's health and happiness come first. This is a referral service. Calls will be routed to an independent referral insurance agency. Do you know the number one cause of bankruptcy? No, it's not losing your job or running up credit card debt. It's not even divorce. It's medical costs. If you and your family don't have health insurance, just one serious illness or accident could be financially devastating. But now there's good news, really good news. A health insurance hotline has been established to provide health insurance for all Americans, even uninsured Americans with pre-existing conditions. Now anyone can get health insurance even if you have a pre-existing medical condition. I repeat, now anyone can get health insurance coverage. Call now for a free no-obligation quote on affordable health plans available to you. Again, this is a free hotline for anyone, even if you have pre-existing conditions. Protect you and your family from sudden unexpected medical costs. Call the free health insurance hotline right now at 1-800-838-5562. That's 1-800-838-5562. Call 1-800-838-5562. What a great family vacation. And we saved so much money with Hotels.com on our amazing hotel. Don't say that in front of the vendors. If they know that we have extra money, it will be a feeding frenzy. <laughs> Hot dogs, popcorn. How about some cotton candy? It's okay. Oh, I can mix you any color you want. Commemorative lunch boxes. You need three. The Hotels.com Summer Sale. On now through August 12th. With savings so great, you won't be able to keep it a secret. Book now and save up to 40%. Hotels.com. Finding you the perfect place at the perfect price. The numbers are toll-free, 1-866-405-8405. Many of you lost your Internet connection. Some cell service last week. Officials have finally identified the culprit behind the 20-hour Internet and cell phone outage last week in uh, the central part of our country. What was it? It was an eager beaver. 
eager beaver. That's what it says right here. An eager beaver, what? apparently. Yeah. Hungry beaver chewed through the fiber lines that connected the Internet and cell phone service. Over 1,800 Internet users were affected by the blackout. They don't know the number of cell phone users that were. <laughs> you think somebody would have made sure it wasn't in a beaver's habitat? Yeah, really. That's right. Yeah. Well, they're it's built. They're, aren't they laying them underground now? Doesn't that open it up to more animals burrowing and getting to them? I was in the Beaver Scouts as a youngster. We would have known that. Of course, you, you remember the Beaver Scouts. Yeah. Did you damage any lines? No, no I didn't. You didn't. We I had that. Beaver Scout. You weren't a Beaver Scout. Was it only me that was a Beaver Scout? Uh, yeah, actually, like Hal, I've never boy. heard of That's it. That's not for like a. Man I've never boy. heard of it. I thought you were trying to give yourself some fancy yeah. name that really. You Never had. Any no, 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 no. There was, we used to do this. You know, I'm a beaver. You're a beaver. We are beavers. All when we get together, we give our beaver call. <laughs> I would love to see that. Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay, let's recover here. We're doing and a radio show. Flap your tail. Right? Yeah. <laughs> see, I'm trying to do the segue into the uh, big. Our dogs damaged and destroyed our electronic equipment. Interview here on Animal okay. Radio. So let's stay focused. Okay. Focus. Please. Focus, please. We have Sandy Robbins joining us. She is a pet specialist for Square Trade Insurance. And this week I got a pet release from them saying that there's been over $3 billion in damaged devices. I don't know if this is over a year, over several years, but I figured I'd get her on the phone. Let's talk about this. Hey, Sandy, how you doing? Hey, Al, I'm well. How are you doing? Oh, splendid. Thank you very much. Good. So $3 billion, is that over one year, two years, three? How long did it take for these dogs and our animals to really destroy all these devices? <laughs> Well, they claim that's in, that's in a year from what I, I, I wow. gather. But, you know, you think about it. You know, back in the day, the excuse was for students and businessmen oh, yeah. alike, you know, my dog ate my homework or my dog ate my report. Now it's a case of, you know, my, my dog ate my laptop or peed on my iPad. And I guess <laughs> there were so many of these um, stories reaching uh, uh, Square Trade, who are a warranty company that they, they started treating it seriously and saying, is this really what is happening out there? They're doing research. They've done a... Look at this research here, ladies and gentlemen. Know, it's it's amazing. amazing. Pages and pages. like two-thirds of the accidents are caused by the pet putting the item in their mouth. Well, that's, that's a gimme. Ladybug's a chewer. If we left the phone out, she might chew the phone. Yeah, no. Well, no. My, not my dog. <laughs> not, not your dog. Or, not your dog till your dog does it, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> here's, the, here's the statistic that stood out in this report. About one in six cat or dog owners say one of their pets has thrown up or gone to the bathroom on one of their electronics. Oh. I'm going to do a poll right here in the studio. Uh, Dr. Debbie has... Never, never, never experienced this. But I, I am a very strict mom, so I cannot believe. Now, are, these just have to be people that are letting their dogs run amok. I, am I wrong? Well, you know, Wait I'm a minute, now. something that's happened to me with a cat. <laughs> In fact, oh, my no. husband sometimes likes to work on the kitchen counter. He puts out all his papers and stuff. The cat jumps on and is looking for attention and walks all over the papers and sits on them as cats do. And on one occasion, he left the phone lying on the counter and she threw up a hairball and she aimed directly oh, really? at the phone. See, I think they do. You know, well, I haven't had any electronic devices damaged. If I, if I leave my shoes on the floor, the, the cat vomits yeah, the hairball count. in the that shoes. That doesn't count. Unless it's one of those uh, smart... 
smart get smartphones. Shoes. Yeah, no, it's yes, not a smart that's shoe. That's not an electronic device. Yeah. You know, my problem is the bird. My bird, <laughs> gets, bird. will get a hold of the phone. Absolutely. The phones and remotes. Loves them and destroys them. I'm looking at the statistics. It says male pets are 50% more likely than female pets to damage your devices. Now, this kind of seems like a weird statistic to me, 50%. Kind of prejudiced, I mean, aren't you? I mean, can you really say that? I, I, I'm not sure whether that that's true. I mean, you know, are, are male dogs or ma- male cats um, more destructive? I, I, I don't really think so. I think pets are sometimes, they're like kids, if you think about it. They're destructive because they're bored and they're looking for something to do. Exactly. <laughs> That's the bottom line. It really is the bottom line. If you if you think about it, you know, if you go to work in the morning and your pet, a cat or dog, is home alone for eight hours straight, they're bored. So they're going to either chew the furniture or if you happen to leave the laptop lying out, they may consider having a, a go at the, the laptop or the, you know, iPad or whatever it is. Well, it does say there 17% of pet owners believe that their pet damaged the device because their pet was angry with them. You know, that's one I don't believe. I don't yeah. believe that pets demonstrate anger like that. And that's no. a, a, a question for a, a pet behaviorist and probably a, a, an, another topic for you. But I actually <laughs> think it, it's definitely a boredom issue. Definitely. Boredom. We should get them out and get them <laughs> yeah, exercise. Yeah, get them exercise. Do you know what the most expensive item that was damaged? Laptops. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, <laughs> Uh, I, I have a friend who uh, has a cat that removed the uh, the, the number four key on, on on her laptop, so she could do everything, but she couldn't type a dollar sign or a number four. <laughs> now, Doctor Debbie said that this may be bad behavior at its uh, epitome, I would guess. And then, of course, the survey found that if you let your pet sleep in bed with you or ride in your lap while driving, you're two to three times more likely to have a pet-related accident. Well, there you go. It goes back to the owner. It uh-huh. does. And well, we were, we don't get me on the topic of, of pets and cars. They have to be restrained. It, you know, we restrain our children, we restrain our luggage, but we let our pets bounce about. Mm-hmm. And, you know, statistics out there say that a 60-pound dog in a vehicle traveling 35 miles per hour, which is not fast, turns into a 2,700-pound projectile. So that's, that's an accident waiting to happen. I'm taking my electronics. I'm putting them on high shelves. I'm well, the cats can still get them. You need to lock them up. Yeah, what do you do about that? Any, any suggestions? Yeah, I think you, you do have to lock them up. I, seriously, I wouldn't leave them lying on a counter. Um, I wouldn't leave a phone. It's, it's, it's just a matter, I think, of being cautious. I mean, sometimes the accidents are accidental, but sometimes, you know, they're lying there and they're bored and they think, oh, well, you know, two toy. <laughs> well, just think if your pet does damage your item, then you get to hang one of those sign of shames and take a picture and put it all oh, over. Oh, dogshaming.com. Yes. Have you seen this website? <laughs> Not fair. There should be an owner-shaming one, too, don't you think? <laughs> Sandy, we appreciate your time. Thank you. It's been fun. one Tell us what your pet has damaged. And if they vomited on your phone or cell phone, let me know. I'd like to know about that, too, because that's the kind of people we are here at Animal Radio. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Stella and Chewy's. We love these guys, and now they have this intro pack of food, so you can test out the different flavors of the food. Listen to these flavors. They make me hungry. Chewy's Chicken Dinner, Simply Venison Dinner, Stella's Super Beef, Duck Duck Goose, or Phenomenal Pheasant. All of these now in the intro pack which is uh, only four ninety nine. Pick it up, try it out on your dogs. They will love it. Their, their coats will look as good as Ladybug because let me tell you, this food is a raw food. There's no, there's no, there's no ingredients. <laughs> 
there is actually ingredients. But the ingredients don't include grains, and they don't include any antibiotics. It's just natural, good food from Stella and Chewy's. Learn more at StellaandChewy's.com and pick up the intro pack. You're listening to Animal Radio. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. Wait, I forget where I am. Animal Radio. Animal Radio. I love that. All right. Hey, this is Paula Poundstone on Animal Radio. Spay and neuter your pets or we're going to be eaten alive. It's Animal Radio. We understand that all of your pets are family members. We don't look at you weird or judge you. (laughs) Because we love our pets just the same way. And for more than 20 years, ProLabs has provided safe, cost-effective, over-the-counter products for dogs and cats that really match or exceed the quality standards used by veterinarians. Dr. Joel, how are you doing? Hey, I am doing great, and I kind of, uh, I hope you tread carefully when you use the word old and teetering and tottering. I, <laughs> I kind of take that to heart. How can you tell if your dog has an arthritis or joint problem? Well, you know, arthritis uh, joint problems are the same in people as they are in dogs, and limping is, is the first sign of that. One of the problems we have is that there is so much of it going on. I mean, 20% of the canine population and 20% of the human population uh, suffer from one form of um, arthritis or joint disease. And one of the problems that we as veterinarians have is that people very often wait too long before they start addressing they think it's a function of of old age. Inactive dogs like yours who get banged around a lot, you get hurt, you limp for a while. But um, very often, uh, you can do things early on to stay the progress of of arthritis. When uh, when we discover that they have a problem or we think there's something going on, what is the first thing we do? Yeah, I mean the, the vet. We all we all like our veterinarians. But like our dentists, we don't necessarily like visiting them too often. And typically, I mean, we have, if we ourselves have a problem with a knee or back uh, injury, we'll look for something over the counter to see if we can reduce the inflammation and pain. Up until now, on the animal side, you don't want to use, you shouldn't use aspirin, things like that. This class of product typically addresses the results of the uh, the arthritic process rather than the the cause of the arthritic process and one of the reasons I like talking about flex rx and I wish I had it available when I was practicing is that it reduces pain and inflammation associated with arthritis at the cause as a the metabolic process that forms arthritis so rather than covering it something up that is um, an afterthought Mm-hmm. It reduces pain, inflammation at the the cause um, of the of the limping. And the nice thing about it, the product is all natural, active ingredients, um, very very safe, uh, and very effective. What are some of the ingredients that you use? I know it's proprietary, and you don't want to give out the whole secret there, but yeah, yeah, um, they they really wouldn't appreciate that. The two active ingredients are, are bioflavonoids. These are medicinal plant extracts that um, work together to reduce inflammation. Uh, They are all natural. Uh, We are learning uh, both for ourselves and for our animals about these flavonoids. Uh, Flavonoids in general are are found in uh, what we consider healthy foods. 
fruits, nuts, vegetables. Where can we find this? used to be available only through veterinarians. Now you can get it over-the-counter at retailer, uh, catalog stores. Um, there is a list of um, places you can get it on the Prolabs website, prolapspets.com. Um, or write me, Dr. Joel, at prolapspets.com, and I'll tell you who in your neck of the woods has the stuff. And I'll put all this information over at animalradio.com. Prolabs has a $10 off FlexRx promotion going on. I guess if you like the Facebook page, you'll re- receive a rebate coupon. Find out why we're raving about FlexRx over at the website. We have all the information. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. You'll be happy to know that there has been a happy ending to the recent iguana penis saga. Mozart, an iguana at the Brussels Zoo, recently suffered from some of those symptoms you see on TV commercials. He had iguana romance, but his penis remained erect. Mozart was in some discomfort and having trouble walking. Zookeepers tried cold water, introducing more female iguanas into his enclosure. That doesn't sound like a great idea to me. And waiting. But it all failed. So, Mozart had an operation to remove his penis. But, lucky for Mozart, iguanas have two penises. He has since been introduced back to his girlfriends at the zoo, and officials report that the operation hasn't affected his romantic abilities at all. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. It's Animal Radio, celebrating our connection with our pets toll-free at one 866 405 8405, that is to the Dream Team here at Animal Radio. That includes Dr. Debbie, dog trainer Alan Cable, dog father Joey Volani, and of course, animal communicator Joy Turner. And uh, you can also send us via email or via the Animal Radio app your questions for any one of the Dream Team. Yeah, download the free app now for iPhone and Android. Ask your questions when you have your questions and listen to the show when you have time to listen to the show. It's a free app. Just uh, Can't beat that. This question came in from the app. Hi, I love your show. Been listening for a while, but I've not heard this topic discussed, so here goes. Something new? Yes. Well, not really. Sort of. <laughs> Maybe for her. Okay. She says she has a hip a hip and a hop and a hip and a hop pack. Boom. Boom. A Himalayan flame point cat who recently began an extremely annoying habit. I can't read this small. Do you want me to read it? Yeah, could you read it? I'm sorry. It's so small. Oh wow. You can't read it either. Okay, I have a Himalayan flame point cat who recently began an extremely annoying habit. I haven't had a man around the house much in the last three years, and now I do. Congratulations. Yeah, congrats. My cat has taken to meowing very loudly around and on the bed when my guy and I are making whoopee. Really? (laughs) He didn't do this with my former partner, but he was a cat lover. This new guy is not a cat lover. I've told this new guy that he needs to at least pretend he likes the cat and give the cat positive energy, as cats are very emotionally sensitive creatures. I've also sat and visualized and tried to communicate to my cat that he is still the man of the house. Oh, yeah. And this is where he lives, and he's safe, and it's his permanent home, yada, yada. Any other advice, it's really annoying, and my guy definitely does not like it at all. 
Why? Why is the cat in the bedroom at all? Wait a minute. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I have. I, I cannot keep my trap shut here. That would freak me out. <laughs> this, this is this is wrong on the human level here. Um, you know, if your cat's your baby, you wouldn't let your children watch you have sex. So you really should not allow your cat in the bedroom yeah, when yeah. you're having sex. Just period. It's just not a good idea for many reasons. There can be injuries um, that I have heard stories of being sustained. So. I wouldn't put it past your kid if it became physical, but no, there's no reason this cat needs to be in the bedroom when she's having private you time know, with her man. Um, that's what a door is for. So I would not put the cat nothing. outside there. Yeah, what? But I don't think he. I don't think he would work if the cat was looking and meowing. I just. I just don't think the whole. The whole thing would work. I, I get out it. All it's that a guy well. thing. Yeah, it wouldn't work yeah, out. It, you lose no, interest it really, immediately. It really wouldn't work out. The cat would have to go real quick. Well, see you know how the Flintstones. The cat. You put the cat outside. Yeah, yes. But, but you see, go. you're talking about the guy losing interest and not liking the idea. I'm looking at the woman's point of view. Hey, if my cat doesn't like this guy, something's wrong. You know, something's yeah. wrong with Maybe this guy. Maybe the cat wants a piece. Maybe the cat just, well, you know, hey, he hasn't seen us so well. Hey, what's going on here? What about me? Did you ever think about of that? what the sex acts physically looks like, and in cat, you know, physical like just communication, you know, that can be upsetting and give some mixed messages. He's so whether they not perceive it as you know a sexual thing, you know, that's that's uh, her human. So um, I agree with you know trying to keep the you know the husband or the boyfriend needs to you know treat the cat well, feed it, give it affection. He needs to be the one that does the only feeding in the household. But I, I really think that yeah, it, it's uh, we've got to get this cat out of the bedroom. But you know. Maybe Cat. That's a voyeur. Yeah, well, <laughs> but you know, a cat scry- ca- crying and scratching on the other side of the door is a mood killer. Yeah, too. that is a mood killer, too. Yeah. And I'm going to throw in the cat perspective here for everybody else. <laughs> oh, yes, please. Okay, oh, well, this, okay. this little kitty, I'll tell you, he's got a lot to say about all this stuff. And he uses some words, again, that it surprises me. Animals typically don't use really? words that are swear words. Oh, but on. he, every now and then, swears in my head. He <laughs> thinks that... Um, he should be considered in the choice of, of people for us because he considers his woman and him a team. Uh huh. And he was not considered. He thinks that nobody should come into her life that is not in love with both of them. Oh, okay. And he thinks that he, and to him, the guy is kind of like attacking his woman, and he does not like that. He thinks that he shouldn't be doing that because he's not our guy he may be somebody she likes but he really thinks she needs to find a guy that is compatible with both of them okay or get rid of the one that's not yeah see i take that as a warning sign get rid of the guy if the cat i'm just saying shut too. the door shut the door Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I would say it's my decision well there you go it's Boy, we're not really solving any problems today. We're giving you a lot of opinions, though, that is for sure. Um, remember, you can send us your email at yourvoice at animalradio.com or directly right from the app, the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. You know, I hate being off on Saturdays. I have like 40 projects my wife has me on already today. The honey to-do list. I love it. Oh, God. It started at 7.30 this morning. The only time it ended was when I had to come do the show. Oh, really? So what do you got to do? Well, I'll tell you what I did so far. Okay. I mulched all the beds. I trimmed I trimmed all the hedges. I um actually regrouted the um the walkway in in the back. I got to go when I'm done today, I have to go and I got to put the like a barbecue gazebo together. Then I got to hang curtains in a room, okay? And this is all while she's out at a shower. Awesome. That I love it. To-do list. Wow. You got a lot done. You come over Look to my place. I didn't, I didn't do all of them yet. Look at how needed you are, Joey. Oh yeah.
Oh, you're so lucky, dude. My wife is so mad. Lucky. I, I, I'll tell you what. Let's switch. Let's switch houses for about a month. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us. Remember, you can get more on your Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android over at the Animal Radio website at animalradio.com. We'll see you next week right here for more Animal Radio. Take care. Bye, Bye guys. Bye. This is Animal, Animal Radio Network. Network.